0: The Ambitious Mum Podcast. Different women, different lives, different ambitions. I'm Kate Moore Youssef and every week I'll be having honest conversations about ambition.
1: When I on your phone check how many hours a week or how many minutes a day you spend like scrolling social media and I said I bet you it's at least an hour so if you could cut that down by half what could you do for yourself in half an hour and how would that make you feel?
0: motherhood, and everything in between.
1: I married somebody who was not right for me, went against my gut. We'll explore how
0: their ambitions and careers have evolved while being a parent, and I'll be digging deep, acknowledging the taboos, the sacrifices, and the sheer grit and perseverance working mums don't talk about.
1: We can get so caught up in our head and we try to think our way out of it. It's impossible to move forward.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ambitious Mum podcast. I am Kate Moore Yousef, your host. I hope you're all well. You've had a good week. We have had a very busy week, I have to say. I have been in full launch mode for my forgiveness course, and this is my first course. So if anyone's listening and they've run an online course before, Wow, I didn't realise how much effort and hard work goes into it, but I am very excited. It is launching today, we've got our first workshop and yes, lots of learning to be had and if anybody wanted to join this one and they didn't get on, don't worry because I'm going to be launching another one probably in a few months time. I'm going to take lots of learnings from this one, loads of feedback and um, bring another one in a few months. And also, we had such brilliant feedback from last week's episode with Anna Deacon all about wild swimming. Wow, there is such an interest in this. And I shared it amongst quite a lot of the wild swimming communities and people were lapping it up. They loved to hear um, someone articulate it so well. They loved hearing the the benefits that they knew, but being sort of spoken about in, in such a enthusiastic way so Anna thank you so much for that and um, if you didn't manage to catch it take a listen and if you had any interest or curiosity around swimming in a very big cold lake river you know wherever that is the sea then definitely have a listen and I'd love to know your your thoughts I actually went this week and it was the coldest it's ever been. It was about 11 degrees in the water. I'm planning on going again in a few days and each day that you go, the temperature drops. But I am, um, I've invested in some gloves and some booties, some neoprene booties. So I'm hoping that's going to sort of see me through for a few more months before I decide to put a wetsuit on. So yeah, any tips or advice if you are an experienced outdoor swimmer, I would love to hear from you. This week, we chat to Helen Slater. She is an intuitive divorce coach. She's also a life coach. She's a marketing expert and we talk all about the service that she is just launching and that is divorce coaching and um, separation coaching. And after she went through a divorce herself, she really had to pick up the pieces and recognised that there was a huge amount of other people out there that needed support. They needed someone to um, be their cheerleader, to be on their side, to guide them through a very difficult, trying and often very traumatic time. Helen is a wonderful coach, And she has put her coaching skills to use through her experience in divorce and coming out the other side and being happier and more confident and healthier because of it. So have a listen to this. And again, if you are experiencing a separation, you know someone that is, please do share this um, episode with them because Helen gives some fantastic tips and advice about moving forwards and how she is helping um, people. And I'm actually going to be helping Helen as well with some of her clients with regards to EFT. And the tapping, helping release all those um, negative emotions, release those experiences that, that they're holding on to and um, want to move forwards with. So have a listen and let me know what you think. Here's the episode. Helen Slater, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I Really appreciate you being here.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me, Kate. It's so good to be here, and I'm delighted
0: to actually finally have you on the podcast because um, I might have mentioned in my intro before that you are pretty much one of the reasons why the podcast exists, and you just gave me that little nudge in the right direction of of just kind of helping me understand. Um, how maybe I want to get my messages across and so and the fact that you're on the podcast is amazing it's kind of like a full circle so thank you.
1: Oh gosh you're welcome I remember that we all um, you me and the lovely Catherine from the Work Happy Project having lunch at my house weren't we and you were talking about being a journalist when you were like younger like a wannabe journalist and making up your (laughs) stories I was like (gasps) oh that's it that's your calling and that
0: actually leads me on to what I guess what you and I both do in the sort of coaching arena is that we help people gain a bit more clarity as to what we want to do but sometimes we don't know how to articulate it or we don't know how to envisage it and that's what you're doing now so Helen is a divorce and relationship life coach and my God, how many people must need your services at the moment, especially with this year that we've had and you know what what's ahead really. Tell me and tell, you know, whoever's listening what you
1: do and how you help people. So I think when people go through these kind of significant changes, they get very caught up in like the legalities of it or the day-to-day sort of functioning and what's next and where are they going to live and what the finances mean and they personally get forgotten about in terms of their own needs. So my role is to help women, particularly around divorce, separation and big breakups, navigate what is an incredibly scary, hurtful, frightening time in, in their life. One of the most significant things you could ever go through in a lifetime to help them navigate moving forward and trying to get them to focus on themselves and their healing so they come through the other side feeling so much more empowered feeling like they can take on the world because when you're in the midst of it it doesn't feel that way
0: yeah i mean i can i can't imagine um I guess going through that huge shift and I mean what you're offering sounds incredible. What where does what you're offering differ to I guess what a friend can give you? You know, if you sort of go to a friend and, and they try and give you well-meaning advice. And I guess sometimes we, you know, we live our friends, but is that advice sometimes not what we would need to be hearing? And and how how can we differentiate between
1: that and what you can offer? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question, Kate, because this is one of the things that I talk to the women that I work with so much about. So we have a tendency when we go through some significant changes now, particularly around relationships or when you've separated from someone to want to obviously get as much support as possible. And what tends to happen is when we talk to our friends, we can go into this zone where we just Know being very negative and maybe slagging off and getting obsessed with the other person and what they did and what they're all about, and you'll have some well meaning friends who will, you know, who will listen to you and be like, Oh, yeah, they're this and they're that, and you shouldn't put up with this, and it's all their fault. Um, and you'll have some other friends who will, you know, be kind enough to just listen, but actually what I, I needed when I went through this myself was I needed somebody to help me stand back and look at it from a bigger picture thing. Mm. Now, particularly during like when I support women during relationships you know, we talk about both sides and both of our responsibility within that relationship. And that's hard sometimes, particularly if somebody's had an affair, for example, to actually look into it and think, what was my part in this? Yeah. You know, what boundaries did I not set in this relationship? How, how did I not work and, and love that person? You know, it, it's about taking an element of responsibility. And that brings power into your life and your ability to be able to make changes going forward and thinking about what you would do differently going forward. And again, you know, with divorce and separation, dependent on what's happened, whether it's your choice, it's their choice, whether it's just that you've fallen out of love or whether, you know, somebody has done something, they've, they've decided to leave, whatever it may be. You, by having a coach, it enables you to focus on you and your needs and what you can do to move it forward rather than getting caught up in the bits and the bobs and not everyone having the full picture and maybe giving you advice and Mm. that isn't really going to help you move forward it's going to keep you stuck potentially out of no fault of those people's you know people's comments they're just trying to help you but coaching gets you to step back and take a look in as well and start thinking about and feeling into what is it that i need right now really a fascinating insight
0: because um I've got quite a few friends who have gone through divorce and as you was you know you were speaking it was very much I was sort of thinking back on the different conversations that we had and you know you do you know women want to support their friends and they want to be supportive and you know they they don't want to kind of say to their friend well have you thought about it from his perspective have you thought about you know maybe you shouldn't have Behave like this, then. And you just wouldn't want to do that because you want to be seen as that, you know, that supportive friend and not to be sort of like the truth bomber, I guess, and not be you know, <laughs> sensitive. But yeah, from, from cool. a coach, I guess it comes from neutral um, territory. And um, like you say, it is so empowering because I guess any traumatic situation that we go through, to, to know that we've learned from it and to know that we can move forward and, and, and kind of you know, see that as a learning experience, despite the fact that, you know, it has been traumatic, is really empowering. Um, Tell me a a little bit about why you have come to this place of coaching, because I know that you've been coaching for a little while, and you are very sort of heart-led, soul-led. We we have quite a similar way in working that we really kind of go in with our gut and our intuition. Where, Where did this come from and why do you feel the need to help so many women now
1: I myself as you are aware but the listeners aren't aware and um, went through a divorce myself um, and I was in a relationship for about 12 years um, and I married somebody who um, was not right for me um, I went against my gut And I plowed on and married somebody. And obviously I loved him very much, but he wasn't right for me. But I ignored my intuition. I ignored my gut. I ignored those things screaming out. You know, when you're in those situations, your gut's going, no, no. But you just go, oh, you're just being silly. Mm. And you ignore it and you plow on. And so I got married and um, the relationship was um, quite toxic. It was, I was not my, none of my needs were being met at all. Um, And then we had my son who is coming up for nine now. And up until that point, we were just kind of getting on with it and living our life and going on holiday and going out for dinner and having drinks and being sociable. And a lot of things were getting in the way of the reality of the things that weren't right. And I was ignoring um, all of those messages being sent to me about, you know, it not being right. And um, so I had my son and it was very, very clear, very quickly when obviously when you have a child, your world becomes very small and everything changes and shifts because it has to, because you've got this beautiful little bundle of joy that needs you and you're not going out as much and you're not socializing and you're not doing the dinners. You're in a lot more and, you know, you're navigating all the emotions and everything that comes with this, this change. And it was really, really clear at that point that the life as it was at that point and moving forward as a family was not going to work for me. And it took me a few years to pluck up the courage to make the decision that actually this was no longer serving me. And I couldn't stay put because there was no way that I wanted to spend the rest of my life in something that was making me very, very unhappy and quite sad. And there were, I wasn't being myself. I wasn't excelling in my career. I felt very, very claustrophobic in it and I knew that there was more for me in life and what I was experiencing there was not it so I decided to leave that relationship and the guilt and everything that came from that from breaking up my family and for splitting my little boys little family apart was awful and nobody I knew was going through that at the time I talked to my friends and obviously I talked a lot to my friends about it and you know there was people that listened I'll bless them I mean if any of them are listening now thank you so much because I've got some beautiful friends who were just there listening to me talking about it constantly and i'm so lucky to have that but god they must have been bored um out of their minds at times um (laughs) but there wasn't really anyone to help me start navigating it and moving things forward um until my friend airline britain who is now an amazing coach herself started her coaching journey and said would you like a coaching session because i felt stuck and i didn't know what to do next and she we had a session together that went forward and i realized at that point that not only had i made the right decision that i knew that coaching was potentially something that I would like to do to help other women go through, manage and navigate what I've been through and come out the other side from. Amazing. Um...
0: If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review or a rating to help us reach even more ambitious mums and get the content out there. Thanks so much. strange because i my parents got divorced so my parents got divorced when i was about 12 or 13 and at the time um you know i was focused on me focused on you know the shitstorm that had happened and on and everything and yeah. you just as a kid you just don't think about your parents but i'm now the same age as my mum and dad were maybe just like a year or two younger and my kids my older kids are the same age as me and my older brother so yeah. I'm very much in that place now where I can see my kids at that age and my mum and dad at my age. And I have to say it's a real eye, eye opener because I kind of think, oh my God, wow. Like if that happens right now, there's so many different elements. And I know full well that, you know, we go at the bottom of the list, you know, women, we, we want to protect our kids. Then, like you say, there's the legalities, there's all the stuff that you've got to work through, all the custody, the financial. And I've seen it with my friends. You know, it's so, it just saps everything from you.
1: Yeah, and It's to absolutely then, overwhelming.
0: Yeah. It's, and then to, to know that there's a service out there that is that one bit that can just bolster you up and just give you that... Um, that empowerment or that hope that things can get better that you know things will get better I think is is incredible I hope that through this podcast uh, whoever's listening might uh, recognize that this is something that they that they need and so tell me what what is it how I guess women will may come to you and they're at the end of a relationship or they're thinking about it what is it that you do that is going to set yourself apart from, like, a therapist? And I know that a lot of people do go down that, that route. What, what is uh, your offering different to sort of the counselling or the therapy?
1: So counselling is, as you're aware, it's going backwards. It's looking at the past and the things that have happened in the past and things, you know, probably dealing with in many cases, you know, sort of more deep traumatic things that have happened in life or patterns of behaviour. And it's looking at the past and sort of uncovering those and working forwards from that point. Um, And coaching is about meeting somebody where they are now, and working towards you know what is it that they want the future to look like for them and you as a coach are there to help hold their hand support and guide them through it sometimes as a coach you know you are just an absolute sounding board so some of my clients will come to me and they do not know what they want they don't know what they want the future to look like they don't know what they need all they know right now is that they're hurting and they can't see the wood for the trees they're Mm. confused they're frightened they're scared they're just caught up in their heads in their thoughts about all the to-do things. It's an emotional, I call it. It's emotional snakes and ladders. It is Mm. up and down and backwards and forwards and all over the place. And it becomes completely draining and exhausting and overwhelming. And... I think as, as a coach, what I do is some, some days it's just my clients will just want to rant and I'll say that we'll establish that at the beginning. You know, what do you want to get out today? Do you want to work, talk to me about something specific that we can start working towards and get some tools or is today about you wanting to just offload? Because sometimes we just need that opportunity to just share our thoughts and our feelings. So the process is very fluid dependent on the person and their needs but fundamentally, it's about offering them an opportunity to focus on them and what they need and their needs and helping them through this and helping them untangle everything. Because sometimes we can get so caught up in our head and we try to think our way out of it that it's, it's impossible to move forward. Yeah. So we'll kind of break down all the different elements, you know, what they're feeling. And I keep picking away and trying to understand. So they're saying that they're feeling, you know, they're upset because their ex has done something. So what I try to do is work with them and say, okay, so what's coming up for you? You know, what are you feeling? Is is it rejection? You know, is it abandonment? Is it fear? Are you worried about never meeting anybody? Are you worried about being on your own? And it's understanding what fundamentally is coming up for that person. And then with that, building and supporting on them to build on what they have and showing them that they have all the resources that they need inside Mm. to move forward, that they already have everything they need to move forward, but they just need to be compassionate with themselves. They need to take care of themselves. They need to understand what they're going through is completely normal. What I always say to my clients as well is, this is just not an event what's happened. It's not just you've got, you've decided to get divorced and that's it you know, you're over it. This is a marathon and all the research shows that it can take sort of 17 months to two years for you to actually sort of wake up one day and go, oh, okay, I feel a bit more normal. And I don't have that knot in my tummy anymore. And I'm not obsessing about, you know, what he's up to or what she's up to or what they did or what happened to me. I'm now in a place to move forward. Like, feeling in a much better place. Um, So yeah, it's a marathon. It's 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 not an easy one, but it's it's doable.
0: it's, It's interesting because it's there's so many different components to it to navigate. And I guess you've got what you just discussed then of just how you're feeling and how to articulate why you're angry and like breaking that down and really kind of like going into the reasons why you're angry or rejected or frustrated. But it's also this element of, um, I guess, where, where do we go from here and, and, and the future? And how, I guess, it's confidence, isn't it? Self-belief, um, losing your identity and, and starting again. And, and I think so many people who have been married for a while kind of just fall into you know, the identity of what you know, the marriage is and the family is. But actually, if we're given a little bit of time to breathe and take a step back, very often we we kind of revert back to an identity that we lost many many years ago yeah. and actually that is very freeing and empowering now i'm not kind of i'm not you know obviously divorce can bring lots of benefits but i think there's that element of knowing that there's good to come as well and like you say it's all within us but potentially we're too scared to show a new side to ourselves what will people think What will people say if I quit my job and and move to another place? What will people think if I decide that I want to travel? I don't know, but it's knowing that there's someone else there that is helping them with that process and they're not navigating it all on their own. Because very often, if our friends are there as our sounding board and we turn around and say, I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to move house, and I'm going to start. I'm trying to think of an, an example, but whatever hobby that might yeah. not be aligned to them in that identity that everybody knows them, they might put you off because that's not what they know. But with a coach, they encourage people to really go into their heart and really kind of recognise what, what it's crying out for. Um, all too often, I think so many of us ignore those alert systems, whatever you want to call them, Mm-hmm. And we just plow on with life and keep going, keep going, keep telling ourselves it's okay, it's fine. And really our, our intuition and our gut is, you know, firing out all these warning signs that we either can or can't listen to. Oh
1: my God, absolutely screaming at you. And like I was mm-hmm. saying, you know, I plowed on into, um, I've ignored my intuition too many times over the years and have fallen foul as a result of that. And my marriage being a result, don't get me wrong. I don't regret it because I had my beautiful boy, you know, and we had some great years together, but it wasn't right. And I ignored all of those messages and I ended up getting poorly. I got pneumonia shortly after, you know, my little boy was two years old and I got pneumonia. If that wasn't a sign and that came out of nowhere, that things were not good and I was not taking care of myself, then I don't know what is. And I hear this again with, with so many women that I'm coaching who like get getting them well or knowing or lo- just losing themselves so much. They don't know who they are anymore. Just like you said before, that is so, so true. We get so caught up in family life, so caught up in relationship. So we, we switch off I think in the society we live in now from our gut intuition, call it mm. the universe, call it God, call it source, call it whatever you want to call it. But we have started, we've moved away from listening to other things, the, you know, the internal voices. We look externally for validation. We look externally to what we should be doing. We're asking everybody about, shall I do this, shall yeah. I do that? What do you think of this? When actually, you know, once we start to slow down a bit and take that time to focus on us and start quieting everything down and not being so busy all the time and feeling like we don't have to fill our world with so much stuff and pack it all in all the time, when we actually take some time out to start slowing down, then we start noticing a bit more around us and start feeling into things a bit more and start realizing that actually, you know, who am I? What lights me up? What do I need? What do I want? What am you know, who, cause I'm 46 now. I'm not the person I was when I was 16, 26, 36. I'm not even the person I was five years ago. We shift and change, don't we? Mm-hmm so much changes and shifts as, as we grow, but yet we almost seem to think, well, I should be doing this. And I, I, you know, I, I should be doing that by now, or I used to do this. Why don't I like doing that anymore? And I don't know. I think we can just get so caught up in the shoulds and what we think we should be doing and busying ourselves all the time. When actually, when, when we're working with a coach, it is they're providing you with a space to actually step back and think and feel who am I now? What do I need? And what do I want? What just makes my heart sing? What makes me happy? What makes me shine? And going through a divorce or a separation is, oh my God, is actually you are, you are at the bottom at that point And there's only one way to go. And what a great opportunity to work with a coach and go in that direction, great guns and just you can be whatever you want to be and you've got a, you know, someone there to support you and push you along the way. And I just, you know, that's what Caroline did for me. And I, I will be eternally grateful of everything she did. I think it's really important
0: to, to recognize that we do have this kind of internal guidance system that like you say, society has kind of programmed out of us because we've been told that the more we achieve, the more we do, the better we are. And it's that external validation of um, checking in, just making sure everyone's happy with us and it's the people pleasing and it's making sure people know how busy we are and and, and how successful we are. And the minute we take that opportunity to go inwards, um, especially I can only assume during this, you know, this time of divorce or a relationship breaking down. It's like a gift uh, that we never knew was there, and we, and like you say, we have all of this within us. You know, if we're able to give other people the advice that we give, we're able to give the same advice to ourselves, and we're able. It just takes um, a, an opportunity, either working with a coach or finding quiet time. Quiet time, um, whether that's you know, like we both do, meditate, um, go for walks, just have some peace and quiet away from all the noise. And that doesn't make you a bad mum, it doesn't make you a bad person, sister, friend. You know, saying no and checking with your boundaries doesn't make you a bad person. And um I think it's something that we as women struggle a lot with because we don't want to be the person that that says no or, or turns people away or refuses to do something because it comes back to the people pleasing. And I think you must see it a lot with your clients that they come to you and their boundaries have been completely skewed. Um, Everything has been a blur. Um, They've not been able to say no to anything. And they've been, you know, at the bottom of the pecking order again. And I think especially with this podcast and definitely with the guests that I've had on, there's a unanimous agreement in that um, word ambitious has evolved for me, not just, you know, in your career and and what you um, you know, I guess how maybe how you've evolved, but it's also how ambitious we are with our own happiness and our own well being, and prioritizing ourselves to ensure that our friendships, relationships, children's lives, everything is working um, as it should because we've made that decision to prioritize ourselves. How do your clients react when you suddenly sort of give them this permission that they can? focus on themselves
1: yeah what a lovely way of framing the whole idea around ambition can i just say that to start with and i think that that's a really really amazing point to make that ambition isn't about like your success in your career and how much money you earn so i think that's a really lovely way of framing that but yes that whole thing around the guilt around giving yourself time is seen in our society as being selfish and as a woman we should always be on for our children always be there for our husbands always be providing always be doing this that and the other be a great daughter be a great friend do all of these things it's just too much it's exhausting and it's overwhelming and yes you can do all of those things but you can't do them all at once and setting those boundaries is really really hard so yes so when the clients come to me and We we talk these boundaries and saying no and understanding what your ability, you know, what your capabilities are in terms of the capacity that you actually have, is a huge discussion point. And usually, when I say when a lot, so a lot of things, if I just sort of point this out, with the women that have separated who or divorced who have children, there's a lot of guilt about not wanting to leave their children because they feel like they've already their children's lives have already been disrupted and another one is when the child goes to their other, the other parent and they're away from you feeling guilty for actually enjoying yourself maybe going out for lunch or dinner with a friend or for mm-hmm. women that are ready starting to date again there's a lot of guilt around feeling like because you're taking that time for you then you are not giving your children or what they need so there is always a lot of um but I can't because um I can't do that because or I need to do this or the house needs cleaning or I need to do the ironing or I have to go there or the shopping needs to be done or I don't have time for this or I don't have time for that that tends to be a discussion topic a point arguments I would say with the majority of the women that I work with to start with and I think it's just kind of meeting at that point because I remember being exactly the same um and just sort of working through like what their day and what their week looks like and how much time they may spend on social media for example um or how much time they may spend I don't know cleaning their house or and actually thinking about how we can capture a little bit of time for themselves and how therefore as a result of taking that time out that they will be a better mother a better friend a better partner, a better, a better everything as a result of just being well, people call it selfish, but just Mm. taking that time, you know, yes, maybe call it selfish if you want to, but you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think once the penny drops and people have that aha moment, it's like, because I say to people, keep an eye on your phone, check how many hours a week or how many minutes a day you spend like scrolling social media. And I said, I bet you it's at least an hour. So if you could cut that down by half, what could you do for yourself in half an hour? And how would that make you feel? And just doing little things like that, I think it's taking those micro moments across the day and across the week. It doesn't have to be going to a health spa for a weekend. You know, It can just be 10 minutes of a walk in nature, sitting with a cup of tea and staring out the window for a few minutes. Just little moments that actually just help you to just slow everything down Um, can be
0: invaluable. Oh, my goodness. Totally. And, and what you said then about the social media, I think for anyone, even if they're having, you know, a good life and they're in a, in a, a fulfilled relationship, the comparisonitis just kicks in no matter what. So if you're already in a vulnerable position and you're feeling low and, and um, you're feeling, you know, quite hurt to then go on social media and scroll, scroll, scroll it's so damaging and i think that awareness that you're bringing to your clients of saying to them um you know just keep an eye on that is invaluable because it's so practical like i know that you're sort of coming in from you know you can come in from quite a spiritual place you can come from quite a, a big place um but also to know that you're able to give really practical um tips i think is is really important because it's so, especially with the phone, oh my God, it's so automatic. It's just part of our lives. And and, and if we're not conscious or, or aware of it, it can take over. I know it's something that I constantly battle with. That Yeah, I, me I too. Have to put my phone, I have to put my phone away. I have to leave it behind yeah. if I go for a walk. Um, mm. and it's sad. It's just sad. It's like I shout at my kids for being on their iPads and I have to do the same. Yeah. So especially you know if you are going through that that divorce or a a relationship breakdown I think social media can be really damaging but then essentially on the the flip side you know if if someone like you is online giving some great advice then that's also fantastic so it's I guess it's just finding that happy medium
1: isn't it And, and I think so yeah And I think so. And and also being really conscious about a bit like with the people that you talk to about your, your relationship or your breakup, being really, really careful about who you talk to, who Mm. you use as counsel, who lights you up, who supports you, who, you know, who helps you to shine, who makes you feel happy, who gives you, you know, good, solid advice, who can you trust? And it's the same online. Go and find your tribe, your, those people that you feel safe with. And forget about all the other stuff. You know, it's all that comparison stuff. If you're sitting at home, Sundays are one of the worst times. I remember this when we first broke up. Sundays and bank holidays, Christmas you know, any kind of celebration like Christmas or Easter or whatever religious ceremony, you know, that you follow. Mm. They are such lonely times. And if you're going online and you're looking at everybody having, well, supposedly the time of their lives, well, let's face it, we know that they can also be incredibly stressful. That Mm. That is so damaging, so damaging. And it just leaves you feeling pretty rotten. And you just feel like a big fat failure. And you feel like the world is against you and nobody loves you. And you're all alone and everything's rubbish and your kids are with your ex and you know it can feel dreadful so yeah I think social media I think I always say limit it limit it massively be really conscious about who you're um, following who you're watching and when you pick your phone up every day and I put this on social media today actually have an intention when you're picking your phone up are you purely sending it to respond to your friend's message or are you picking it up to look at Facebook and are you going to get caught down a rabbit hole because if, if you think you might do that don't pick your phone up Leave your messages for later and focus on you and what you need right at this moment. I mean, I'll go on my phone thinking, right, I'm going to check my emails, da da
0: go on Instagram, put my post up. And then, like you say, you know, half an hour later, I'm down a rabbit <laughs> hole and I've wasted all this time. I'm annoyed with myself. <laughs> Watching dancing
1: elephants or something well, like that. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: then it's also like, oh, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, and I should be yeah. doing this. And then it's, yeah, yeah. it's literally just like having a boxing round for no reason, <laughs> just like beating yourself up. How can people find you? What offers, services have you got? I know you've got a couple of different options, and
1: what do they entail? people can find me, I'm on Instagram at Helen Slater Coaching, um, on Facebook at Helen Slater Coach, sorry, Helen Slater Coach, not coaching, on Facebook at Helen Slater Coach as well. Um, And yeah, on there, I tend to just put up sort of daily uh, posts around self-care. I share my stories, I share client stories, wellbeing tips, I share other people's really great ideas and self-care tips and, you know, memes and things like that. Um, In terms of services, I offer a starting again after divorce, but of course that's separation or breakups. And I offer either just, you know, one-to-one ad hoc one hour sessions where somebody just wants to dip their toe in. And they know that they need a little bit of support. Um, They can just come to me and we can just work for an hour together and overcome. They can either, whether it's just a ranting session or whether they actually want to, you know, get some tools that they can start using and bringing into their life every day. We do that. I also offer a 12 week course where someone can actually work with me for a period of time where I'm there for them in between the calls because the calls are great and it's brilliant to get together and have those sessions but life happens in between that mm. and you know maybe you know you've seen maybe your ex met somebody and you are freaking out maybe you are just feeling guilty maybe you're feeling lonely there's all kinds of things that come up during though between those calls and I'm therefore available to the women I work with in between there to act as that sounding board and someone to help move them forward to help lift them up and help you know give them what they need at that time so that's another service I offer and very soon I'm going to be launching a program to help women who are ready to start you know moving on and working towards the next step the next chapter in their life as I always say to them I'm going to be setting up a, a group program and a Facebook group which is all about it's going to be a positive encouraging um caring space it's not going to be a place for a pity party for slagging off exes and for nothing like that it's going to be a place where women can can be together can share their thoughts and feelings and ideas and as a group we will help move everyone forward help pick everyone up help people on those rubbish Sundays you know kind of with tools and ideas people to talk to people to share when they've had low days and other people to be there to hear them to give them that space to feel that and to help support them moving forward so that will be coming in the next few weeks which I'll be announcing on Instagram and I'll share that with all my followers Um, so yeah so exciting you know obviously it's a difficult subject but it's necessary and I think after the few months the last few months that we've had I have I'm seeing it amongst my friends I'm seeing it on Instagram people talking about you know having a tricky time and I know that it is needed right now because people are struggling and people are breaking up or people are thinking about it and you know I think that this kind of service and support whether it's me or another person is absolutely invaluable at the moment yeah i mean
0: definitely and like you say this time you know I, unfortunately i'm hearing similar stories as well and uh, whether the pressure was on before it's, it's heightened now and who knows what's ahead this winter which is a difficult time anyway yeah. Um i think what you, the services you're offering are uh, amazing and um, to know that there's a support system in place of the women empowering each other and supporting each other and being there for each other as well And also knowing that it's not going to be a pity party. And I mean, I work a lot with reducing victim mentality um, through what I work with, with forgiveness. And I very much feel that um, you can go and you can be in in that place and you can all support each, thinking that you're supporting each other by ranting and raving and this and that. But actually, when push comes to shove, that's not the most helpful way to go and um, knowing that we've got like positive reinforcement there we've got that um, support and you've got um, people giving I guess um, good practical advice like you say you know what what can we do on a Sunday or someone's taken up a new hobby and that's actually filling that you know evening a week that you'd normally be sat at home or I guess even that the the whole dating thing again and and just knowing that people are there that they've got your back And they haven't got um, alternative ideas of of what you should be doing. So I think what you're doing is amazing, Helen. And uh, looking now with hindsight and and this kind of older, more mature uh, eye of of looking how my mum was, you know, back all those years ago and seeing friends, I think think it's amazing. And I, I really hope lots of women sign up because um, I think you're a fantastic coach and, um, and I think you've got loads and loads to offer these women and hopefully people will find you on Instagram as well because you do you give loads of great advice on there um, lots of stuff I always take on board so thank you thank you for being on the, oh, on the podcast
1: thank you so much Kate and just before we go I just want to say you know um, that if anyone is going through this really difficult time at the moment I want them to know that that life was not always going to feel like this. I want them to know that things can get better. And you, if you want to, you will find love again and you will feel okay. And everything will always be okay in the end because I've been there. I've come out the other side. I found love again and my life is completely unrecognizable now. And there is hope and it will, you know, it will be okay. And just, you know, just have that faith and, you know i think that's such a strong message uh to go forward and having people like yourself like running these amazing podcasts there's so much support out there online there's wonderful women like amazing coaches and healers doing so much out there at the moment that you know all of that wisdom and support and guidance and love out there is there for people to take now Mm. and it you know it will be okay and i think that is my message it will be okay and i promise that oh that's amazing thank
0: you and that i'd like you say the faith just have that bit of faith um, and take each day as it comes i guess but um, that was a great closing message i love that thank you so much helen and hopefully we will speak very soon thanks kate take care so that is this week's episode done i really hope you enjoyed today's podcast I'd love to know if some of the insights resonated with you or if there were some takeaways that you're possibly able to apply to your life. I would really love to hear your feedback and perspective on today's conversation as well. Perhaps we talked about a topic that sparks something within you or you have something to offer to the other listeners. Either way, I would love to hear from you. In order to help grow the Ambitious Mum community and allow the podcast to be heard by other people Please do rate, subscribe and share it across your social networks. This will really help with the visibility of a new podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Coaching by Kate and do use the hashtag The Ambitious Mum Podcast so I can find your comments easily. So please do get in touch if you have any more to say. I'll also provide all links to my guests and my contact details on The Ambitious Mum show notes too. See you next week. Oh, <laughs> oh,